on the slab soon enough. <laughs> Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of The Slab. Ooh. I know, not very scary, right? Today on The Slab, we actually have Josh and Chris with us, and we are talking about anthologies. For the love of God, anthologies. I want to talk about this so hard. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just sorry. I'm glad you're self-aware, Chris. <laughs> All right, so um, so if anybody that doesn't know like what an anthology is, it's like an hour, 90-minute movie. Well, it doesn't have to be strictly 90 minutes, but it's a movie that tells different stories, whether they're their own separate thing or they have one overarching narrative. But they're different. It's like watching multiple movies in one movie. That's why I like it. Maybe a child for that. But I also like the variety of them, and I love intertwining stories. Love it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, in your guys' eyes, what constitutes a good anthology? What do you want to see in an anthology movie? I just want to see all the multiple stories have like some t- some sort of common tie-in with each other. Agreed. Like even if even if they don't have a tie-in within themselves, even if it's just like the anthology in itself has a certain like theme, I guess they could be going for. Yeah. So either that or the stories intertwine. Yeah, that's that's what I like to see. I I, I mean we see some of that in some of these movies, but it's not enough of it. Uh, I guess that would be another. Uh, opinion. How do you feel about the ones that do tie in opposed to the ones that don't? Okay, so like a, a really good example on this one <clears throat> is um is Tales from the Hood. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Tales from the Hood had one overarching storyline yeah. right. of the gangsters trying to get the shit! Mm-hmm. The poopity pop! Ah. The, shit. the shit! Yes. Loved it. Fucking loved Terrence. <laughs> I'm Cuban B. The fucking, <laughs> the, the, fucking uh, the little wooden dolls. Oh yeah, yeah like that pop, was. Popper, I saw that. Style. I saw yeah. that like fucking like uh-huh. ten years, ten eleven years old, and I was like, oh my god, it's chewing his flesh off. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It was amazing. That was actually uh, my introduction into voodoo. Yeah, I was watching that for the first time. Okay, so that's an overarching... That's what's called an overarching storyline. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, in Tales from the Hood Part 2, there was that overarching storyline of... Uh, of The shop. Yeah, yeah it was that uh, It was that robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Tales 3, the overarching storyline that didn't have anything to do with the actual anthologies was the one where... Uh, fucking what's his name played Candyman. Tony Todd. Yeah, it's where mm-hmm. Tony Todd was a child predator. Mm, yeah, okay. and like he was okay. taking that little girl, mm-hmm. and she was telling him stories, but none of them had any impact on what that was. Yeah, uh, 
See, I never saw the third one because I heard it. I heard a lot of people say it was terrible. No, actually, the third one's. It wasn't bad. I liked the third it. one's good. Okay, I liked it. It had it had some good it had some good uh, tales in it. You know, like even though they didn't tie them together, I don't think it's been a while since I've seen it. But from what I remember, every story that I, every story I've seen from those movies, I've liked it. So like trick or treat. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that one. I love Trick or Treat. That's my favorite anthology movie because it all happens on one night and one little town and every character in that universe. Over in Ohio right. for yeah. that matter. Yeah, oh yeah, over in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. it's you know, our neighbors. <clears throat> really drugged out neighbors, but neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> but neighbors nonetheless, Ohio. You guys are druggies. <laughs> Learn to drive. <laughs> <laughs> If you're from Richmond or Ohio or Indiana or Ohio, you know what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so like, um, like, like that that has like almost everything that I've ever wanted in a movie. Right. Because it has werewolves, and I'm a big, big fucking werewolf fan. And that transformation's beautiful. And that was the only time where I was like, man, I don't like sexualization in werewolves because now I'm, I want to fuck her. <laughs> and I don't like that I want to fuck her. Like, and not as she's in her human, like, I want halfway in between. Like, the yellow eyes and the fangs, absolutely. That'd be pretty freaky. Yeah, so, exactly. So, 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 you like, want, like, so you want, like, top half to be a werewolf and bottom half to be a woman. I don't want it that way, though. So you want to reverse? No, I don't want it that No, I just don't want to. Uh, like, I want that moment frozen in time. <laughs> like, that one specific shot. That. Right there. Perfect. Ding. <laughs> but... It's not only that, but you know, Samhain, obviously, um, that that's the uh, like the most main character. He's in every story. He makes an appearance in every story. Yeah, and he, he has burlap sack guy. Yeah, and he makes his, and his name's Sam. And I think that he should be the mascot of Halloween. He, that's what it is. I think that's what he symbolizes is the spirit yeah. of Halloween. Yeah, he's the and spirit. That's why, of and that's why he. That's why he. That's why he ganked that one lady with that suckers because she blew the candle out like a bitch. Yeah. yeah, he and she tore said, her fuck, apart. She said, "Fuck Halloween." So he just, you know, t- he ate that sucker and was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill this bitch." I love that. I love that one. That- and see, that was the first story. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the last story is of the bus driver, where Sam goes into his house and like they have that little fight in there. Yeah, and that's when he bit the sucker with his, was inside of his house. Yeah, and then you then he kind of looks at it afterwards after he decides not to kill him. And it's like, well, I have a sharpened sucker. This bitch going to die. That's why I love about it. everything tied in. I'm like, oh, oh, yes, more, daddy. Well, there's passings of them. Uh, like, after the principal goes out in his vampire form after he's done, like, poisoning kids. And he bites that girl on the neck. When she stumbles out, she runs into the two people that are Yeah, they're the first up. story. Yeah. Yeah. It's always funny because my kids love that movie and they're always real awkward about uh, the scene where that guy wakes up and there's a porno play and there's this chick just with fucking huge tits pouncing on a wiener. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, hide your eyes. That's the worst part. Now watch the skin rip off this lady. <laughs> Dude. Man. No. Okay. So quick story time. Um, I, I was at my parents' house one the other night. And I was just going up there to, uh, I pop in like once every two weeks, let them know what's going on in yeah. my life. 
and they were watching something. It was I think it was like Caddyshack or something. <laughs> and there was a topless scene coming up, and just girls dancing topless. And I looked over at my parents. I was like, "You watch this sick shit? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> you I, pervert! <laughs> I turned the position of power." <laughs> There's been a change in the winds, and it was my who blew in from the south. <laughs> HBO, I know this is off topic, but HBO, it's on a horror topic, though. HBO used to like, show this softcore like, horror-based porn really early in the morning. And my mom was really always up early, and that was the show playing. And <laughs> I remember sometimes I wake up and watch it, she's like, you need to go back to sleep now! <laughs> okay, back on topic. Anthologies. <laughs> I see. I see spooky titties. I'm gonna call those boobies. <laughs> Anyways, golf boobies, huh? Anyways, all right. So, like, conjoining like like an intertwined storyline in an anthology is amazing. Yes. Now there's an overarching story style narrative, much like uh, you know, Tales from the Hood, um, Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horrors, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh. Those, you know, don't have a, like, genuine storyline. They're they're told in third person. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's called overarching storyline. You always come back to that point. Yeah. Right? You always come back to that narrator. Whereas in Trick or Treat, it's all happening in one night. Yeah. Like, there is no narrator. It just goes from transition from scene to scene to scene to scene to scene. Right. Like Creepshow with the uh, comic book. Yeah, exactly. Like Creepshow with the comic book, where it introduces a new story. Um, oh, and by the way, I am going to, uh, what's Sierra's crochet business? Oh, um, yeah. If you go on Facebook, it is called. We'll definitely put a link in it. Yeah. Nara's Enchanted Cavern. I believe it is. Yeah. She actually crocheted me a little, uh, a little Sam Hain and it's, it's adorable little fucker. Oh yeah. She made me one too. It's pretty decent. Yeah. I love it. Anybody that would want one should definitely get a hold of her. She's fair on price too. Oh, yeah, extremely fair in price. But be understanding, she's usually very busy. Yeah, I am very biased when I say this, but she is pretty dope. Yeah, um, Nara's Cavern of Enchantments is what it is. Yeah, and that's... that. Like Plugged. She does amazing work. Yeah. yeah. Plugged. Plugged. All right, now we're gone. <laughs> Sponsorship over. <laughs> okay, so in, in all reality... You know, with anthologies, like, I want to hear your top three, and then we'll discuss a few bad ones. Okay. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Josh, go first today. All right. So, my top one uh, would have to be uh, Pawn Shop Diaries. I don't know if anybody's ever seen that one. Nice. But uh, it's about a pawn shop, and it has everybody bringing in these different items like one person brought in a shotgun uh, another one brought in a uh a wedding ring or something like that and they're all pretty twisted like fucked up backwood stories of like a small town with a little pawn shop people trying to get money for whatever reason but they all tie in together because of that pawn shop and even some of the stories actually tie in together uh i should uh, i mean if you haven't seen it you should definitely check it out. It's a very good anthology, especially not being horror-based, just being kind of a fucked-up anthology. Um, nice. That's a pretty good one. Uh, let's see. I mean, any one of the VH one uh, VHSs. 
I love those. Right, right. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not going to really go into detail. If you if you like horror and you like found footage and anthologies, everybody knows what that is. But they are amazing. They're not crappy quality. They're actually very good quality. Um, every last one of them, from the first to the fourth. And, yeah, the fourth, which is... Uh, VHS 94. VHS 94. That was actually a pretty good one, too. So any one of those will be on that top list, and I kind of guess they follow the Rat them. King. The, oh that. my yeah. God, Ratma, Ratma. Yeah, Ratma. Oh, Ratma. That was a fun, that was so amazing. <laughs> that, was, that was one of my favorites, honestly. But uh, let's see. Hmm. I got a number three spot. But I'm drawing a blank right now. That's weird. It's not uh, Creep Show, is it? I mean, I like the creep shows, but they're like maybe on number four. There's another one in there. I'm just trying to remember the name of it. Hmm. I guess the ABCs of Death would be considered an anthology, even though yeah, it is. Like, it's considered, but I mean, there. When I hear anthology, I usually mean hear like three, three or four, yeah, three or four. This yeah, is I twenty-six, don't, right? Yeah. So that those are pretty good, but um. Yeah, I really don't. Again, like with the found footage, I'm a sucker for anthologies and found footage, so I'm drawn to things like that, especially horror based, even even non horror based. I'm drawn to it as well. So, no bad ones really, because if I a lot like a lot like the uh, found footage movies, I'll get about 20 minutes into it and realize I don't like how it is. I don't like their acting. I don't like the camera. Uh, the uh, the shot, the coloration, and stuff like that. I don't like the movement of the camera or something. I'll turn it off, you know. Mm-hmm. But that that that's pretty much the the small and skinny of it. What about you, Chris? Um, I'm really not very well versed in anthologies. I don't watch a whole lot of a whole lot of them. But. First and foremost, I would probably have to say Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I have a uh, actually very deep connection with that. Um, yeah, you got the Crypt Keeper tattooed on your shin. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was actually a family moment for me. But um, felt, anyways. Felt. Uh, after that, I would have to say Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horrors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. You raggedy bitches get up. You know, Snoop, Snoop Dogg's the only person that can call you a raggedy bitch, and you're going to sit there and go, maybe I am a raggedy bitch. It, it's, he has a keen eye for them. So. And it's still a compliment. Yes. <laughs> but that definitely, and probably Tales from the Hood. No, that's no. those are still good choices. Yeah. yeah. Now, see, like, my number three is Creep Show. Because obviously, mm-hmm. I, I love, and I mean, I absolutely love the old 80s animation and the realism behind it. Oh, yeah. And the creeper coming up and tapping on the window and, you know, yeah, yeah, I love it. I absolutely fucking love it. And we all know that Trick or Treat's my number one is not going to, you know, that's not going to be, that's not going to be taken. But number two is an interesting one. and Not a lot of people have seen it. And that's just called Tales of Terror. I've seen that. Yeah, made back, old, like, made back in the seventies, and that's the one with yeah. that little creepy pygmy doll thing. Yeah, that was terrorizing. And that's the one with the pygmy okay, doll, and yeah. it has one actress uh-huh. throughout the entire thing playing yeah. all the roles. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that movie. 
And that was the first one I've ever seen. And that that one was is always going to hold number. It was number one until I saw you know Trick or Treat. But that's like one of the first horror movies I sat down with my dad and watched all the way through. And we watched the sequel to it as well. Hell yeah! So I was like, man, this you know this is a dope ass movie. Um, a couple other like just made mention movies. There's a uh, there's a movie called Holidays. It's an anthology movie. Each story is by a different director. There's no overarching storyline or anything like that. All right. Um, okay. But each holiday is its own horror rendition. I think I remember okay. saying that. Okay. Um, actually, Kevin Smith does Halloween on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like uh, Elijah Wood fucking has to go get a pair of, you know, like VR glasses and they're actually killing people in real life. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the definitely. Easter one was, you know, a fucking bunny, a Jesus Christ bunny that was hatching eggs out of his holes in his hands. Like, it was <laughs> fucked up, man. I was like, yes, yes. Nice. <laughs> but what didn't sell me was the fucking Valentine one where the cute, you know, shy girl kills the mean girl. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. Very carry of you. I get it. But it saved me when it kept going. Yeah. Kevin mm-hmm. Smith's one wasn't scary. It was just more mean spirited. <laughs> But, I mean, the guy gets killed by a by a by a remote controlled dildo in the ass. <laughs> nice. Like, he gets a dildo shoved in his ass, and then his ass cheeks glued together, and these girls are controlling the speed of it, and eventually he just blows up. Damn. <laughs> I was like, that's more okay. What a way to die. I was like that. That's what more. A yeah, way. That that's a that's Kevin Smith level. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, and like. Like Josh was saying, like I actually did not like ABCs of Death. Right. Number one. Number two, I loved. Yeah. I did not like number one. I don't know why. It just couldn't catch my attention. It was one. It was the original one. So I mean, I'd say all the renderings. So that I can't tell the distinct difference between the first and second one. So. And, and that's and that's fine. But the second one, I do like. I like the stories better. I like the directors a little bit more. Right. So I was like, okay, number two, I like it. It isn't in my top. It isn't in my bottom. It's right there in the middle, though. Like, I'll definitely sit down and watch it with you guys kind of thing. Okay. But, like, a bad anthology, and I don't mean, like, camera work or anything like that. Like, a bad anthology to me Mm -hmm. is something that was just sloppily slapped together and has nothing to do with the movie. Oh yeah. Like I can you know like like holidays. It's there's no overarching it's just story after story after story after story. But the movie's called Holidays and each story is a holiday being told About by a mid. Uh, yeah, being told by a horror movie perspective. So it's like that stayed on topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've seen anthologies just like I can't remember the names of them because that's how much I hated them. Yeah. But they had nothing to do with, like, the the name of the movie. Yeah. And, like, I hate that. I'm like, okay, why is this movie called this? And then another anthology that I can unfortunately say I kind of like is the one when um, when the Terrifier, Art the Clown, was first introduced. Yeah. Oh, um, All Hallows' Eve. Yeah, All Hallows' Eve. Yeah. 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 That wasn't a bad movie. I actually liked it. I just don't like Terrifier. Right. Yeah, that movie is Art the Clown. Amazing. I want to love Art the Clown. Mm-hmm. I that's why I like I've seen the other movie and I'm like ah, 
He can be done so good. He can be done great. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you doing him great? So I need to make a correction. I think I said Pawn Shop Diaries earlier. Yeah, I think it's Pawn Shop Chronicles. Is the real name. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. So if either Pawn Shop Diaries or Pawn Shop Chronicles, the last time I seen it, I had my head buried in somebody's shirt. So uh, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, sorry, Josh. Next time I'll just come shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, <clears throat> with that being said, another bad one, and people can argue with me about it, and that's just fine. Another bad one, in my opinion, is, God, what the fuck was that called? <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, it's a uh, it's an anthology about uh fuck. I know what it's about. Like there was only one good tale in it and the rest of them sucked. Like um like one of the tales is that like this little kid's being a shit, he meets the devil, and then it looks like the little kid's fucking up the town, and then when they get back to their house, the little kid's actually tied up and it was like a little midget demon doing all the fucking up. Yeah, midget demon. Yeah, but that's the only that sounds amazing fucking memorable part about that damn movie. <laughs> I did not like it. I did not like it. What's I was like, this is stupid. Nothing is going like nothing's in tandem. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Right. You're, and they sloppily like, oh well, all these stories just so happen to happen in this neighborhood on Halloween, but there was nothing that actually tied them together. Okay. I was like, this is kind of fucking dumb. Well, one that I remember uh, watching now was the one called Southbound. Uh, I think I've seen the trailer for it, but I haven't actually watched it. It was, uh, I mean, kind of sloppily put together, I guess. I mean, it it looked halfway decent, but I guess I couldn't make sense of it uh, when I watched it. But if you haven't seen it, it's Southbound. The uh, movie cover has a inverted pedogram it looks like it's out in the desert oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's the one um yeah, yeah I, it's on shutter isn't it's it? it's on shutter yes, yeah it is. and it dude that movie is uh, it got confusing at one point because this like guy hits a fucking girl and has to go to the fucking hospital and like has to take a phone call from some mysterious stranger at a payphone, and then she ends up being a waitress at a diner that this guy's looking for a sister in. I was like, this is this movie's dumb as fuck. Right. Huh. So let's see here. Another one I've seen. Everybody's seen uh these two. Uh Sin City and Sin City a Dame to Kill for. Those are considered yeah, anthologies. I've seen Sin, yeah, those Sin are, City. yeah, those are anthologies, but so, definitely not horror. No, not horror, no. But well, I will give a nod to it because it did have a horror based story in the first one. Right, the little yellow I'd, guy. I'd, I just like the comic. <laughs> no, no. That, that's no, pretty creepy. No, that ta- yellow guy with like, stinky blood. No, was I, was, I, I was talking about Marv in, in Mickey Rourke's scene where he has to fight Elijah Wood. Oh, yeah. And Elijah Wood's eating people and, you know, he's been killing hookers. And, like, okay, that, that's got a. <laughs> there's a nod to it, absolutely. Okay. So, uh. The, I just like the comic book aspect of it. The uh, Mortuary Collection. Yes, that's a yes. that's a Shutter original. It was pretty good. I don't remember any of the stories. It's like I got I I well, started I got Shutter and uh-huh. I started watching it. And I watched so much of it that everything kind of blurred together. Well, you get to watch <laughs> you get to watch fucking Louis Spaldnick be a fucking murderer, right? That's and then you get to watch fucking uh, 
then you get to watch fucking Luke Skywalker lose his mind. Like, no, that's a good movie. Mark Hamill? Yeah, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Oh, nice. He has to get an eye transplant. Oh. And the eye is the eye of a serial killer. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's definitely a good movie. That's definitely a good movie to watch. Oh yeah. It's comical as fuck. Like it is right straight on. 80s humor. But like a lot of the directors play fucking characters in that movie. Like it, it it's nice. Like uh, you just got to sit down and watch it. I got gotcha. you. I'll have to check it out. Right on. It's it's fun watching a bunch of eighties like big movie stars from that era mm-hmm. <laughs> be in this movie just in like completely out of their fucking element, uh-huh. right? Like the guy that keep that kept growing hair, <laughs> no, like, yeah. and they were yeah. like they were like little alien worms. Like, it, dude, it was fuck up. It was fucking weird, and I loved it. I was like, it's a worm. I'm a jerk by meat to it. Uh-huh. So. Other anthologies, uh, Love, Death, and Robots, as far as uh, series go. Mm, I wouldn't necessarily. It's 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 anthology heavy, definitely. Yeah. All the American Horror Story uh, seasons no. and horror stories. That, that, that would be like an anthology series. More yeah, than just an more than just an anthology anthology, right? It's just because each you know season kind of ties into it, and I was just like I don't mm-hmm. know. I gave up after season four. Well, that you're not giving it a chance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nothing's going to top Neil Patrick Harris cutting a woman in half. Okay, that's why I'm not giving it a You'd chance. You'd be surprised. You're gonna have to come. O- you're gonna have to come over and eat some mushrooms with me and watch American Horror Story. <laughs> just binge watch a whole season with me. I'm down. <laughs> I love that shit. I stopped after season four as well. Oh, and I do have to give a shout out. Um, you know what? No, no. I'm going to go ahead and announce. He said, fuck that shout out. No, I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and announce next week's. We are going to dive into comedy horror. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that and is don't, my shit. And I will be talking about fucking Holliston. All right? I love that fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Adam Green. <laughs> Joe Lynch. Right. So does that mean uh, here soon we're going to have another high-ass movie night? Oh, at, yeah. At, at, at your place? <laughs> I'll bring the snacks again. Yeah, like I'm down. I got an extra TV I can put in here. We go just kind of huddle around. I'm sure it. you do have an extra TV you can put in here. No, the one I bought from you, Chris, is in my bedroom. Oh, okay. so it's for your sick love games. As far as as yep. far as many as far as as many uh, anthologies are out there, do you guys think there should definitely be more? Like they should make more anthologies because it's you know you watch one you watch a movie and it's always it's usually entertaining. And you get the storyline, but I'm always more interested on a subliminal storyline building in the background and having other stories. I mean, basically an anthology. I want to see certain events that led up to the final outcome of the film and where they're tying everything together. Like I said, we we talked about that tonight, but I want to see more like that. Oh, absolutely. And do you guys think that like anthologies has a home in 2022? Oh, yeah. We just need to have some more innovative minds get a hold of them. I mean, it, that's why it's a soft yes for me. Because right. it, the, 
the downside with anthologies is that you get so many different types of stories in, and it's just bland. Right, I understand that. Like you can only like you can only scrabble a bag so much, you know. The, right, and there has to be something like you can technically go back and do decent ones, but in reality, I'd like to see something that's a little bit more, um, a little bit story driven to yeah. anthologies. Yeah, much like Trick or Treat. I will I will keep shouting that fucking movie. I love that movie so much. I, I, I do. That was one of the first that I've. Well, Creep Show was the first I ever seen, but. <clears throat> I honestly liked the uh, cartoon version of Tales from the Crypt, the the little kid friendly version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But like, in ooh, past the duchy, but in <laughs> the, but in the year twenty twenty two, if they're gonna come out like you know, an anthology is not gonna make it onto the big screen. I'm like blockbuster style. Oh, probably, no, probably not. I don't know about Pro- that. I nobody mean, takes anthology I mean, seriously. You gotta, you gotta be able to shock people. I think if we get somebody that is maybe, good at maybe if you people, got a big enough name, big enough name and the right people to do it, yeah, then I could, I, yeah, then definitely. Yeah, I, I suppose I could see like Mike Flanagan being able to pull it off. The guy mm-hmm. who directed Doctor Sleep, right? That's Mike Flanagan. Yeah. He also did Hush too, and that was. Big stupid beautiful movie, but it's also <laughs> one of those beautiful. Well, it's also one of those like um, like I can see him being able to pull it off. He's that talented. Yeah, right. If he's interested in it, like I, I know a lot of guys, you know, they a lot of people are just not interested. I wonder if Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg would be down for a hood of horse too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he always is. Oh, and here's the other question: Have you guys seen The Devil's Carnival? Yes, I fucking. It, are you going to? Are you about to say that's an anthology? Do you guys consider that an anthology? I've never seen. It, it. Is it just because it it, it it it? I. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Because it meets all the anthology. I am genuine. qualification qualifications questions questions <laughs> all the qualifications. I mean, it, it definitely meets all of them. It meets all of them for But it anthology. does not fucking feel like one. No, but it does mean it, it, it does tell a storyline of different people, it, right? It, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's a legitimate movie, but it is but it is written as a <coughs> musical. Okay. It is written so as So there a, can't be musical anthologies, what you think, Chris? No. No, I'm just, I'm just saying just the, all the different elements of different types of films that it has just in itself. Like, yeah. That's why I'm genuinely confused. Like I yeah. can definitely see it being an anthology now. Yeah. But I always I've always known it as a musical. I love like the blurred lines on all that. By the way, did you hear about Paul Servino? Don't remind me. Okay. I didn't know if you heard or not. You know, and I will comment on Paul Servino passing away. Because the man's close to my heart personally, not really, but <laughs> but no, we I loved, loved him. him. He was yeah. amazing. He was an amazing person. But your wife, Chris Sierra, said, oh, "If we only had Jinko, I was like, bitch, he still died. <laughs> He's st- Jinko couldn't save him. Remember, that was the entire plot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I liked him because if you wanted like the 
the mobster, like the A kind of guy. Exactly. You could yeah. get it. But if you wanted the same, like, goofy A kind of guy, kind of like on Money Talks. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you got it. He was fucking amazing in that movie. And also, he had an amazing voice when he sang. Mm. Oh, yeah. he could. He's a classically trained, classically trained opera, opera. opera. He could do opera. opera. Mouth words are fucking hard. Mouth words are hard. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy in the stadium that wears a Viking helmet going, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Just more beautifully than what I did. So, yeah. So, um, would that also... Where does... Well, the- would that also give opportunity for Repo... To be an anthology. No, it is not. Because that does follow one genuine storyline. It's not told in parts. Okay. Yeah, it's not told in parts. It's one one storyline all the way through. Gotcha. Well, Devil's Garden will be the same way. Kind of. That's why I said kind of. The, The character stories didn't come through until the overarching narrative when the devil was reading to Danny reading from the book of Aesop fables. Then that story started. So I'm like, Oh, see, that's why I'm like, that's, that's a blurred line. That's just like, where's that line cross? Cause that's not technically horror, but it is dark. Mm -hmm. It's not an anthology, but it has stories. It's not a musical, but it has damn good acting. Right. So it's like, where does that movie lie in? Like that movie, I love it because it blurs the lines of it. It's just good. Terrence Zunich also is just, in my opinion, an amazing director. Oh, absolutely. And he also has his own band, too, which they're pretty good as well. But anyways, enough riding on the Zundick. Just dying. Hot. Nice. Um, so, with anthologies right now, what is... Now, it doesn't have to be in your top three. What is one of those anthology movies that you can sit down and watch over and over and over again because it's not boring? It doesn't have to be your favorite one. It doesn't have to be like, oh, man, I can watch this all day long. But it's one of those, if you came over to my house and it's on, you will definitely sit down and watch it with me. Um, I mean, any one of the VHS horror movies, man. Yeah, that's, I was gonna say like VHS that, is one for me. They're always gonna be something that I could put on just because it's there. I'd have to say either Tales for the probably Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. So, I like Tales from the Crypt. I do like Tales from I, the Crypt as well. I grew up watching that, so. So in. So, in what do you want to see? Like, what's a good plot line in your guys' mind for a good anthology? Like, what's going to drive these stories? Like, what do you want to see on the big screen? Or if you were to, oh, if you were to okay. make one, what would you make it about? Uh, could not tell you right offhand. I'd like to see something that. Uh... You know, starts completely normal, uh, and then you know, 
chaos breaks loose. And then it goes to these different stories that contributed to the end of the movie. And at the end of the movie, it's uh, basically the world ending. Okay. I'd like to see an anthology of the seven deadly sins. Ooh, yeah. That'd be pretty good. Or the nine, or like the nine circles of hell. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty good. Dante's Inferno. Well, Dante's Inferno is a poem, not an not an anthology. So, actually, it's called the Divine Comedy, and it's a lot bigger than you think. Oh yeah, definitely. But it's to me, I, I'd like to see like Seven Deadly Sins style. Yeah. Like each sin goes to a different like. Mm-hmm. Like the sin of lust, she gets done fucking her client, and then her client rolls off of her, and blah, 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 shit happens, she dies. He walks out of the apartment and into his limousine, and he's he's the sin of greed, and then he dies, and cause some, the sin of wrath killed him, and just blah, 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 all the way down. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, yeah. I think that'd be fucking cool. So, would you classify the Kill Bill series as an anthology? No. You don't think? No, because yeah. it's still one driven storyline. Right. It's not a different perspective of what's happening. It's what's happening through Uma Thurman's eyes. Yeah. Her very far okay. apart eyes. Eye <laughs> <laughs> <I> wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wouldn't consider Kill Bill an anthology series, although it's they're still fantastic movies. Yeah. Like... What's a couple of, like, horror movie directors do you think would make, like, if two of them got together, would make a baller-ass anthology? Alive or, um, de- Alive or Dead. Alive or Dead. Wes Craven and uh, Clive Barker. Is Clive Barker still alive? I uh, believe so. I think so, maybe. Just with their, just with their, uh, their graphics, I want to see... The effects from Hellraiser and Freddy Krueger and stuff like that be put to you put to use in an anthology series, right? Uh, I don't know. I I would say I'd love to see like Mike Flanagan and like Sean S. Cunningham. Okay. I say that because, you know, like, huge fan of Jason Voorhees. Yeah. So, like, I want that character to be taken in different anthologies, like, spirits. Yeah. And have Mike Flanagan fucking direct something like that. I think that'd be great. Right. I'd like to see Oren Pelly do an anthology, unless he has already, and I have not seen it. But he is, uh, he's done a lot of the paranormal activities, I do believe. Yeah, yeah. Tippy tap, tippy tap, tippy tap. M. Night Shyamalan would probably make a make a mean uh, mean anthology. Oh, definitely. Uh, I'm not a big M. Night Shyamalan fan. I like the realism behind it. That some of it's not too far fetched, I guess. Right. See, that's what I liked about Hood of Horrors is mm-hmm. that a lot of the stuff was rather believable. Yeah. Like l- l- like the first one with Posey getting her hand tattooed by the devil whenever she axes out a tag it. Kills that person. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
So yeah, um, we're all pretty stoned right yeah. now. What are we talking, yeah. what are talking, we talking about? Anthologies, man. We're kind of trailing off. <laughs> what are we looking up over there? Yeah. Oh, I'm just looking up. Uh, Porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually looking up. Um, looking up like the more recent anthologies, oh, okay. and honestly, there's not a lot of them. Period. Right. Really. No, like a Kilroy, Kilroy was here, is the next one to come out in 2022. Then Dr. Seville's Horror Show was another one released earlier this year. VHS 94 was 2021. Scare Package, which sucked. I didn't like Scare Package. Scare Package sucked. Was in 2020. Uh, and Horror Anthology. What? Yeah, never heard of it. Ghost Stories, which that one was... Eh. It was, eh. yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was okay. Some of the stories were good, but yeah. Then there's a an hour to kill, which was directed by Aaron Carter. And I remember, Aaron Carter. yeah, Aaron, the 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 the, the, yeah. the 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 teen singer, yeah. Oh, wow. okay. I'll have to look at that now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, all right. So holidays is on there. That's good. You're gonna have to send me send me like. A cover shot of holidays, so I can go home and watch it if I can yeah. find it. Yeah, absolutely, I definitely will. Um, yeah, there's actually there's not a whole lot. Like there's phobia and like phobia two, which we're kind of been. Yeah, there's wow. There's not a whole lot of them. Twilight Zone. Oh yeah, definitely Twilight Zone. But yeah, I guess there's just not a whole lot more to say about them except that they're great and people need to watch them. <laughs> huh. All right, so we'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up here. We are going to be doing comedy horror next week, gentlemen. So definitely bring your A game on that one. We're, we're gonna have all the giggles and all the laughs. All right, ain't yeah. digging. And uh, and uh-huh. I will link Sierra's uh, crochet business on whenever we post this. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.